0: Welcome back to the Free by Design podcast. I'm your host, Evan Williams, and this is episode four. So it's my last day in Mexico City. (laughs) It's actually my last hour. I have to leave the apartment in about 30 minutes to get to the airport for a flight to San Cristobal. So I'm pretty excited about that. Though I am a little bummed that I need to leave behind this makeshift podcast studio I've created in the closet of my Airbnb. (laughs) It's been quite handy. I'm also really grateful for the people I met during my time in Mexico City. One in particular, Richard Hansen, really... It opened up my eyes to a lot of different concepts about simple living. I'm happy to say that I recorded a conversation with him, and that will be episode 5, so stay tuned for that. It's quite a fun conversation. In this episode, though, as promised from episode 2, I'm going to go into a bit of a history of how I just began living so simply, And then I'll also discuss some key takeaways in case you want to do the same in your life. So, let's get right into it. Okay, so I want to start with a little bit of background. In 2008, I co-owned a three-bedroom single-family home on about an acre of property. And I had it full of mindlessly purchased things. And now... I live in short-term rentals, mainly through Airbnb, and I stay no longer than one month at a time in each place, and I'm traveling with just a small laptop bag. So let's talk about what happened between points A and B here. In 2013, after filling the house with stuff, I got a job in Glasgow, Scotland for a three-year contract. Now... I never had an exorbitant amount of stuff, but I did end up with a number of things that in order to facilitate the move to to Scotland, I needed to sell or donate. So I downsized over the course of about three months in preparation for this move. And once in Glasgow, I was down to about three large pieces of luggage in a one bedroom apartment. And this process of downsizing It felt amazing. It was bizarrely therapeutic for me. It gave me a sense of lightness and clarity of mind. So I embraced it and I kept going. Over the three years that I spent in Glasgow, I got rid of more things. And by the time my contract was about to end in 2016, I was down to about one big piece of luggage. I then decided to go on an extended backpacking trip through Europe before I returned home to the United States. So I pushed myself to reduce even further in preparation for this adventure. I was able to reduce down to a 32 liter backpack, which made the backpacking trip incredibly easy. After that trip, I then returned home and had relatively few possessions. The last part of the story of my paring back and my journey to simple living was set in motion with my search for my next job. I knew that I wanted to give myself the opportunity to continue to travel, so I spent a lot of time finding a job that would allow me to work remotely. Once I was lucky enough to find one, I was inspired to pare back once more in preparation for traveling full time. So I reduced down to, I guess you would call it a day pack, which is about the size of a 12 liter backpack, really quite small. So off I went with all of my possessions in that one small backpack. I've recently began experimenting now with a personal uniform. And this has allowed me to get down to having only a laptop bag. And again, it's made travel even easier. Now, the more I reduced, the more adventures and life experiences I naturally ended up having. Along the way, I continued to keep checking in with myself to make sure that I wasn't putting myself or others through unnecessary hardship. But this was never the case. I I never felt that I shouldn't have parted with this or that. I always ended up feeling lighter, freer, and even more present in my life. And most importantly, it allowed me to more easily live a life that is more aligned with my values, a much simpler life. So one thing that I found quite interesting is that a lot of the things I parted with, especially in the beginning... They had one thing in common. I brought them into my life in hopes of them bringing me adventure or experiences. I owned a canoe, for example. A canoe. I bought these things because I was craving experiences. But they did the opposite. They ended up holding me back from adventure and the experiences I was so longing for. So... I want to provide some tips. One would be just to always scrutinize what you bring into your life. Just imagine a boat with a hole in it. You wouldn't start bailing out the water until you plug the hole. So analyze and scrutinize what it is that you're bringing into your life. Pause and be aware of the consumption and the underlying need and desire behind the consumption as well. So what also worked for me in paring back, especially in the beginning, was having a hard deadline. And, you know, with a little bit of time so that I would be able to do a little, a little bit of paring back at a time. For me, it was the job in Glasgow. I had a hard deadline. It was also helpful to have an exciting goal. In this case, it was the travel and living internationally. So it really kept me motivated. Also, as I had mentioned, keep checking in with yourself as you go. Be sure that you're not putting yourself and, most importantly, others through any hardship as you go through this process. So, for example, I'm actually currently in San Cristobal in Mexico. It's much cooler at this time of year than I anticipated. So, I'm going to add another layer of clothing for warmth. So, just don't add unnecessary hardship. That's not what it's about. The goal is really to live more sustainably and reduce wasteful consumption. So keep this in mind if you decide to pare back. Make sure you don't waste the possessions that you part with by throwing them away. No. No, try to donate as much as you can. And always look to recycle if you're not able to donate something. I hope you enjoyed this episode about how I began living much more simply. I also hope if you're looking to do the same in your life, that maybe this has motivated you and inspired you. I hope maybe you've taken some ideas away from my experience and are now really excited to employ them in your life. One thing to just keep in mind, it's the most important thing in my opinion, is to keep this a positive experience. Don't feel like it's a duty or a chore. Once you finish simplifying one aspect of your life, make sure it's a small task and undertaking. And when it's complete, celebrate it. Make it a positive experience. It'll make it that much easier to keep the momentum going in the right direction. So keep cutting the noise and make room for what's essential thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please like it. And if you don't want to miss any future episodes, it would be amazing if you subscribe to my podcast.